cruel the fates are now to grant me sanity. I know, my love, Alice whispered, laying her cheek against his. I know. They stayed huddled together long after his tired heart had stopped beating. San Francisco, present day. The big man staggered up the stairwell, blood trailing behind him on the concrete steps. He didn't know what building he was in. All he knew for sure was that it housed a bank on the first floor and that alarms had been tripped. Checking his watch, he reckoned he had about four more minutes before the cops arrived. Not enough time for much, except to die. The wound in his belly hurt like a bastard. He had ripped free the bottom two buttons of his flannel shirt to clamp a hand over the wound. Although his large hand kept his guts from spilling out, it couldn't stem the inevitable drip, drip, drip of blood. His jeans were soaked in it, and he fancied he could feel his shoes filling up. Eighteenth floor. He'd made good time, but fatigue was taking its inexorable toll on his legs. The flyer wouldn't come for him in an enclosed space, but there were other things, terrible things, things that even a steel security door would not discourage. From below he heard the sound of rending metal. Speak of the devil, he thought. No more time to waste. With a sigh of resignation, he began to climb again just as the first mournful howl drifted up the stairwell like a promise of pain. Twenty-fifth floor. The man's legs were burning and shaking with fatigue. Out of shape, he thought. Should have worked out more. I've gotten soft. From below came baying, deep and shuddering. The man fancied he could feel the stairs vibrate. Twenty-eighth floor. More blood escaped from between his fingers, and a stream of it streaked the stairs. He knew he was dying, his time running out along with his blood. The hound would soon be upon him, ripping him apart as easily as a cat could rip apart a sparrow. It could shred a bull elephant without much effort, let alone a half-dead human. "'Keep moving, you bastard!' he said aloud, his face distorted in a scowl of pain and self-disgust. As he climbed, he moved the fingers of his free hand, the one not holding in guts, along the blood streaming from his wound. At the twenty-ninth floor, the belling of the hound much closer, a sickening, deep razor of sound that raised the hair along his forearms, he tore his blue flannel shirt open, spraying the remaining buttons everywhere, and drew the bloody finger along the torn T-shirt beneath. Three times more he ran his finger through blood, and three times more he touched the shirt, drawing a word. One small word, that was all he needed. He could then die in peace, knowing he would set free something more terrible than the hound onto the creatures that had killed him. Finally, the word, simple, three-lettered, was finished. He leaned back against the exit to the roof and prayed that the flyer was not there, that he would be able to make it to the edge in time. The roof alarm sounded as he pushed through the door, feet crunching on pea gravel pressed hard into tar. There! He cast weary eyes on the edge, only a couple dozen feet away. Whoosh! Cursing, the big man ducked as a massive taloned paw tore through the air where his head had been. The paw collided with the stairwell door and ripped it from its hinges, tearing it from its steel frame as the creature passed overhead, giant wings beating hard, blowing gravel across the flat-top roof. 
It hurt so much, the wound in his belly. He was so tired. He needed to stop, to sit, needed to simply lie down and forget it all. Hadn't he done enough for his country, for his people? No. There was one more thing to do, one small thing. He had to die, and his death would unleash hell upon the creatures that threatened San Francisco. Big-booted feet propelled him toward the edge as the flyer banked and started to come around for another pass. Behind the man, a large shape filled the stairwell, a misshapen form with glowing, cancerous red eyes. "'God damn you!' the man rasped through blood-stained teeth. "'God damn you all!' Less than a second later, barely a breath ahead of the shape that had leapt at him from the doorway, ahead of the flyer that had come so close, he was airborne. As he...